another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. So did I miss anything? <laughs> did anything happen when I was away? I've been Jessica. off the grid. What happened? Anything? You Anything? could not have picked a wilder week <laughs> to be gone. When I tell you, I could not believe. I, like, so I was off social media. Like, I was like, I'm yeah. going off. I'm going off. But then I started to hear rumblings. I was getting text messages. And I'm like, what in God's name did I miss? So I hopped on social media for a minute and I looked at the the shit show that was happening. And I'm like, you said, delete. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I said, I am permanently off social media for the next week. I would I want to say, first of all, thank you and shouts out to Ari for holding down my spot and for captain, my captain and all that jazz for taking control and just slamming it I could not believe you know it's so funny because we were like well you'll be back in time for the finale like you won't miss the finale mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm just at a loss I'm just at a loss it was the, it was the craziest <sighs> shit ever okay so I know that you all you know already hashed this out uh, I'm so happy because you just watched this like two days ago. Yes. And um, and uh, last week's episode. I mean, Yes. Last week's episode. I, I literally I held off because I'm like, I'm on vacay and I'm going to stay yeah. as far from Bachelor Nation yeah. as possible yeah. because I was watching it crumble oh, to the ground. Respect, yeah. And I didn't really know what was happening. Yeah. But from like the clips of you talking and other random uh, uh, posts, I was like, I already have very strong feelings about this and I haven't even watched it yet. I have to turn this off. Okay, so we'll get in more into the Greg stuff as we get into this episode. But I just want to say this off the top. And I told Becca this yesterday. Broads, when I tell you, I'm very grateful that I had to like the ability to take my sweet time watching that episode because during the Greg and Katie scene, I legitimately like had to walk away every 30 seconds and like take a lap and like breathe and then come back and rewatch it because it was so upsetting to watch. And I was telling you, Becca, like, you know, I kind of went in a little bit with this attitude of just like, yeah, Greg, we knew it all along with like this chip on my shoulder, called it. And then I saw that and I no longer saw Greg. Like I didn't care. I, I wasn't watching Greg and Katie what I was watching, it was like almost like I was out of my body just watching just like unbelievable emotional manipulation happening and gaslighting that I was just like, how is this on my screen right now? And then what made me the most like rage out was the way that production handled it. With anyone else, you would have had villain music playing. Like they would have gone down in history. Like in my, from my perspective, I was like, like, Greg is the is the Luke P of I love you like Luke P was the sex that was his thing Greg is the I love you like the way that 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 was going down was like look how Luke Luke P walked away as like this massive villain in the franchise forever you won't do this for me you won't right yeah and then Greg they do this 
montage at the end clearly lining him up to potentially take over as Bachelor, I just I just was completely out of body. And then seeing the reaction by so many people in Bachelor Nation that was like, oh my God, Greg's so romantic, sweet Greg, and villainizing Katie. I couldn't, because I, okay, so I saw all that stuff before I watched it. I yeah. saw all the takes from people before yeah. I watched yeah. it. So, so when you're watching it, you're like. I'm very aware. So I'm also, I'm also assuming that I'm going to be watching something where I go, oh my God, Greg is just on top level gaslighting. Katie's Which, all- by the way, everyone, there's been plenty of people going out of their way to say that wasn't gaslighting, Jess. That I, wasn't that, ga- I, gaslighting. That, that to me was, I was the most <laughs> textbook gaslighting I, I feel like I've seen on the show. Uh, I don't know how, that's like the definition. Well, technically, I mean, th- some people spend a couple hours breaking it down. I so. mean, I feel like, you know, <laughs> maybe take a beat and look up the word and look up some examples of it and then rewatch. Because when I went in like with that concept of, okay, people are villainizing Katie. Like I said, I assumed I was like, okay, Greg's going to be top level gaslighter right now. But then Katie is going to do some things that I go, well, you shouldn't have, right. How in God's name was she villainized? I I don't understand that. I can't wrap my head around it. It's something I'm still like processing. I've watched it a few times now and people kept saying like, well, they both were in the wrong, but like, I don't know I, how she was in the wrong. I, Me neither. And like this, again, putting away like the whole like, oh, I've always hated Greg and like we've always loved no, Katie saying, thing. I don't, I don't see. I wasn't even seeing Greg when I was watching this. Greg or Katie. I, I don't get what she did wrong. I don't either. Like we got to remember that like what she did wrong in the first place was what he perceived as wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. Like she I mean. She literally was from from the first day. She was so clear with letting him know that she was into him. In fact, all of the guys in the house remember Hunter. You're we're top four, you know, sweet yeah. Hunter. Wrong about yes, that mm-hmm. one about himself. But like all the guys were always like, "Well, Greg is obviously the front runner." Right. Like it was that was known in the house. She clearly made her feelings known for like known for him. And so she yeah. was constantly giving him affirmation. He even said that on after the final rose. I he know. goes, well, you know, I did get the first impression rose. I did get the first one-on-one. And he listed out all those things. He's like, well, yeah, but. And I'm like, okay, I- so you admit you received. <laughs> so you admit it. A ton of validation <laughs> through the season. I the the conversation from after the final rose was him basically going back on everything he said and being like, well, no, I didn't say that. And I was like, roll the tapes. <laughs> right, because you're literally watching it. I just before. watched it. And I was like, no, no, you, what? No, that's not, what? Like, I, you know, and the thing is too, and I always try to remember. Editing. We have editing, right? So that conversation, that conversation between him and Katie, let's just say it was three hours of Greg pouring his heart out to her and she didn't say I love you back or give the exact response he wanted when you give someone love it should not be demanded in return yes because that's what love is yes so love is not conditional (laughs) on whether or not the other person loves you back love is many a splendid thing 
love lifts us up where we belong. All, all we you need, need is love. love. <laughs> Weren't we all just we singing that love. like I, I three do. Weeks I also ago? feel like that might be a role that Greg would want to play. All you need is love. Ewan McGregor's character. <laughs> love is just a game. I was made for love. Okay. Uh, but. <laughs> moving along. <laughs> moving along. Yeah. I, I was just, when I was watching it, 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 to me, again, it didn't matter to me. And that's then where then any, everyone was dissecting like, well, and especially now that Katie is with Blake and then she said, I love you to Blake, da, 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 da. And everyone's trying to dissect that. Even if Katie, even if Katie didn't really like Greg, which I think she was super into him, I believe personally that Greg and Blake were, the, were her front runners. Blake is safe. He makes her feel confident and secure. And Greg is the guy who reminds her of her ex-boyfriend, who she thinks is super hot, who she gets those butterflies for. But probably in the back of her mind, he reminds her of her ex who she had a bad experience with. So she has a nervousness. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe she wasn't confident. Like, but again, it doesn't it, it doesn't matter to me. Let's just say she didn't even like Greg. Yeah. That response is not justified by no. Greg. And that that to me is is the biggest thing where it's like, hey, especially if he's claiming to be love her and and yes. he, she's the one and all that. Yes. I was thinking about all of the breakups that we saw this season <sighs> and how no one reacted like that. You know what I mean? And and guess what? To me, some people might say that's because he loved her more. No. No, no, no. That's not love. No. That's not love. So so look at all the other breakups that happened. Look at and look at Andrew S. Look at Michael. Like, I mean, even though th they stepped away, like all of these things, look at all the past seasons of the show we've watched. There have been so many devastating breakups or situations where, yeah, you're in the top two or three and the lead is with numerous other people because that's the show. And I can't imagine, I would imagine that's so difficult to be in that position. And until you're there, sure, you can't imagine the stress. I don't care. It doesn't justify. I Same. So that's my thing where it's like, my biggest issue, like I wasn't even seeing Greg in this. I wasn't even like, oh my God, like Team Katie, even though obviously I support her. And I, you know, it, it, it to me, it was like the problem, the inherent issue that's happening right now is the response of the people and the way production handled it. Yes. And by the way, why do we like Katie? Because of her behavior and who she's shown herself to be. Why mm -hmm. do we dislike Greg? Because of the way he's shown. I, I mean, it, you know, there's a reason why we like someone and don't like someone. People exactly. say, well, oh, you're just saying that because you like her. It's like, well, why do I like her? Why do I like her? Why do I like her? Because <laughs> Katie's been nothing but communicative and true understanding to herself. And, and look at how she handled the Justin situation. Did she take him to the fantasy suite? Did she? No, she was clear. It was like, hey, I'm in love with what she knew what she wanted. And that was that. Can you imagine how like in the breakup with Michael, how Katie would have handled it if she was Greg? Like if she like, you know what I'm saying? It would have been like, well, you don't really love me if you're going to put your child before me, yes. like all that kind of shit. I mean, it, it was just I like it was almost like I was I was wanting to like take notes and write down like what he was saying so I could like kind of replay it. But I almost was like I was there, but I had like I said, I had to keep rewatching it, too, because it was almost like when he was talking, my brain was shutting off because my brain was like, protect yourself because <laughs> I was just being like kind of re-triggered about past situations and it was just like oh my god like this is just yeah 
I told you in their one-on-one date, like weeks before, I was ha- I was fighting off anxiety attacks yeah. throughout their whole date. And that yeah. was even when things were good. I was like, red alert, red alert, yeah. red alert. This is not a good person. This is not a good person. And again, this, you know, for me, uh, yes, like you were saying, have we not been fans of Greg from the top? Correct. But it wouldn't have mattered who it was. A fan, not fan. If Blake would have done that, I would have been going off the same exact way. Of course. That's like I said, it's 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 if if Katie had done the same thing, it'd be like, whoa, girl, no, you are crossing boundaries. This is not appropriate. And yeah. And again, just going back to Katie, too, it's like when everyone was trying to villainize her, I was like. What I saw was someone who is normally so strong being re probably triggered and traumatized and going into herself and i and it was like yeah i, I don't i part of me doesn't even want to go back there again and i, I just want to celebrate her dark, love. dark place i don't want to go back to that dark place i want to celebrate her love and move forward I mean, let's not forget, though, I I know I brought this up last time, but I feel like this is like so fucking important to go back to the Demois submissions from months ago when someone is describing. My best friend dated a fan favorite contestant, The Bachelorette, who has a sweet shy boy act. He really is actually an actor, whatever. Obviously, they're talking about Greg. They specifically said we watched our kind, confident friend turn into a shell of herself and then get thrown to the curb. Yeah. It's like when I when I went back and read that and then like seeing how Katie was with Greg on the show, mm-hmm. it was like you see someone who's like kind and confident get turned into like an insecure shell of herself on mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um interesting. Yeah. Like I just feel like I'm crazy when I've been going on the internet reading what people think about this whole situation. Yeah, because I feel like you're getting gaslit when you're on the internet. <laughs> I think I I don't even and yeah, that's interesting because like people were saying like, oh well it's not gaslighting, but like I watched him on that episode where he would say or do something specific and Katie would say, You did or say this, and he would go, No, I didn't. Correct. That's that's like gaslighting. You're making the person question their reality and they're like, Wait, but you just did this. That's gaslighting. Correct. There, I felt I felt like there were numerous, numerous uh, times that it was happening over and over again in, in the conversation. Um, and I think, you know, one of the biggest things to me that was so upsetting was. See, when he was when he was talking with her and and instead of making it about the situate that specific situation yeah. where he was hurt in that moment, he made it about who she was as a person. Yeah. Altogether. Which, by the way, there was a there was a infograph like about emotional ma- manipulation. He was talking about different tactics. No, not all the manipulation he did was gaslighting, but like some of the someone trying to gaslight you may deny they ever said or did something, even though you have proof. Mm hmm. Um, you use what is near and dear to you as ammunition, wear you down over time, throw in positive reinforcement to confuse you, use confusion to weak, weaken you, um, blah, blah, blah. But like the one which I posted on my stories a few days ago about the guilt trip, when you go back and watch that episode, someone trying to guilt trip, you may point out their own efforts and hard work to make you feel as if you've fallen short. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Ignore your efforts to talk about the problem, give you the silent treatment. 
deny their irritation, though their actions tell you otherwise, show no interest in doing anything to improve the situation themselves, and use body language to communicate their displeasure by sighing, crossing their arms. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, like, point for point. That was all the shit he did and and this is this is like as we wrap this season my biggest thing when i was watching this was like for me on the podcast i'm like hey i don't even i don't give a shit about greg like i don't want to talk about greg like i want to talk about like or recognize what was happening so that other people who view this don't continue to perpetuate that something like this is, is romantic. Normal or normal. Or normal. Or yes. just part of a regular relationship. Yes. And you don't have to look at Greg. You have to look look at all look at some old romantic movies. It's all just right. a, it's like it's like it's manipulation. It's toxicity. It's not it's not love. It's not it's not romance. It's it's oh so so and then yeah, and just production, I was so angry like just just the again the perpetuating that this is okay and this is romantic and the whole montage at the end with him I I just couldn't and like I said I know I said it before but I could not get over the fact because I was taking note the whole time of the music that was playing in the background because that's what they want you to feel which is why when you see someone like Hunter who really isn't doing anything they play villainous music behind him to make you feel like he's the villain and it you know but that's like no that's not what they were doing with Greg it's, and um, that's and, and the same thing happened in after the final rose where they were have, having the audience clap when Greg yeah. was doing certain saying certain things. It's like that's production, right? And and that is something that I've talked about, like even on my own season when we did Women Tell All. It wasn't that important on that episode, but there were definitely times where I was like, wait, whoa, 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 like clapping was inserted there, yeah. like was inserted there. That's to craft a narrative, and so. Yes. I certainly hope that the audience weren't clapping fervently after some of the things that Greg said. I sure Who knows? Hope, I sure hope not. It kind of looked like they might have been because it looked like he it was did. gaining speed. It yes. was like sad. Greg all of a sudden was like the clapping came and he was like, and yes. And another <laughs> the thespian thing. Has and he's arrived. just like flipping the hair more. And it was like, okay, like so it made me think that maybe they were clapping, or maybe it wasn't so loud and there were like a couple random Greg stands clapping. But yeah, I, it was just production that this one. It was like, should we have an ad break and then get into the episode for yeah, the finale? Yeah. Oh gosh. Let me let me quick shake it off before the ad break. Breathe. Oh, my breathing exercises is Blake and Katie. Blake and Katie. All worked <laughs> out because it's Blake and Katie. Our son is getting married. <laughs> Blatey cake. Blatey cake. I know everyone. I was saying Blady last night, and everyone's like, "It's cake." And for some reason, I like. I like Blady. Blady. I don't you. know what it is. Cake just. It doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't have the same umph to me. Blady. Uh, Blady. Okay, so, broads. (sighs) After I left my early 20s, I grew out of the sugary, alcoholic drink phase because, hello, sugar hangover. (laughs) My body simply could not. But I still was always on the hunt for something I could sip on that felt a little jazzier than a vodka soda, but more tamed down than a cocktail that's dyed blue, you know? (laughs) Anyways, the search is finally over thanks to June Shine, my newest obsession. uh, The obsession is not that new. We've been on the June Shine train for a while now. I feel so passionate about it still that it 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 feels feels like it's new. You know when it's like a a love that's so deep that every day you wake up and you go, oh God, I'm still in love. (laughs) 
go to this happened yesterday. Still have a crush on you. Still have a crush. Still have a crush on June Shine Hard Kombucha. It's simple. They only use the best real ingredients like green tea and honey, but it simply does not mean it's basic. They've got amazing flavors to try like blood orange mint, chili mango. Oh, chili mango. So fire. So good. Um, and hopical citrus. June Shine has real functional ingredients. It's low in sugar. It's easy on the gut. It's gluten free and it's full of probiotics. Uh, my favorite time to crack open a can of June Shine is always really, but especially on a summer afternoon. It's super refreshing and it doesn't leave you with that overly like stuffed, sleepy feeling that other alcoholic drinks tend to give. June Shine even delivers nationwide to your doorstep, completely hassle free. I mean, your favorite summertime beverage conveniently showing up at your door so you're always prepared. Doesn't mm. get much better than that. I think not. We've worked out an exclusive deal for Chatty Broads listeners. Receive 20% off plus free shipping site-wide. I recommend trying one of their best-selling variety packs. It's a really great way to try all of their best delicious flavors. So go to juneshine.com slash chatty or use code chatty at checkout to claim this deal. That's J-U-N-E-S-H-I-N-E dot com slash chatty. June Shine uh, can also be found in over 10,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Safeway, Kroger, and Publix. Broads, there are so many things that just stink. Uh, L.A. traffic, for one, stinks. Mm -hmm. The fact that I broke this nail last week. Look at that. Nice. Wow, that's sad. It was on a horse. I'll tell that story in the next episode. (laughs) Thursday. Uh, It stinks. (laughs) It looks bad. Uh, Opening your fridge to realize someone ate leftovers you were saving stinks. No matter who you are, there are things in life that stink, but you don't have to be one of them. Love that segue. Okay? Not if you try native, natural deodorant, that is. But let's talk about it because it's so much more than that. Lots of deodorant companies don't want you to stink. That's kind of their job. But native cares about stopping the stink the right way. That's just it. Their deodorant is a 100% aluminum free uh, formula, but it's also super effective. And look, when I made the switch to natural deodorant, I tried like eight different brands before I found Native. Everybody is different, so everyone's going to react differently to different things. But I swear, you guys, Native has always been a winner. And if you already know and love their deodorant, you've got to try out try out some of their other products, which are as good as their deodorant. Yeah, I mean, basically my entire bathroom right now is Native at this point. Um, I've got the body wash, toothpaste, for sense of deodorant and now my newest favorite product from native their sunscreen okay i was using that so much last week um native is offering sunscreen which is convenient since it's currently like a thousand degrees here in la uh it's broad spectrum spf 30 and can be used for your face or body uh they have unscented but i love also their coconut pineapple scent it smells did you take it to Mexico? Because I'm noticing you're not burnt. So. I am not burnt. And you better believe it was on me all day, every day. <laughs> stay fresh. Stay clean with Native by going to nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. Okay. So let's get into the episode, <laughs> shall we? Um who do we want to talk about? Because we've got we've got obviously three chunks. We've got Greg, we've got Blake, we've got Justin. Okay, should we t- should we hit the Justin chunk first Let's hit Justin. because yeah. sweet Justin Justin's really didn't get much. Virtually irrelevant. I do want to say quickly this: uh, after the final rose was filmed, numerous weeks before production oh, saw like a month ago the reaction of Greg. So what I would also like to take a moment to tell you is that I was seeing random. You know, I was scrolling. Uh, oh, before production saw the internet reaction. Exactly. To Greg. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I was scrolling the interwebs Twitter last night, the depths of Twitter. What a nightmare. Oh, God, what a nightmare. Um, What a hellscape. I was seeing people posting about, like, Katie going off the way she did, which 
I loved, but going off the way that she did because she got worked up about everybody. Oh, yeah, no. Guys, this was weeks before. No one had it. No, yeah, this was like a month ago. No, this is straight Ka- up. This is Katie. Um, You know, obviously she's getting like, ca- there. all the Dumois stuff was being posted. Yeah. There's like, you know, the, all the things floating around about uh, Greg with the acting and all that. Sure. So she's feeling all these sure. things. Um, but also, I'm sure that it's part of her process as she's recalling what happened. And then if, okay, so when she was then sitting across from, I know we're going into Greg now, but I just have to say this because it's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. When she initially was sitting down at the top of the uh, the episode with Tasha and Caitlin, they were like, do you know what she's going, or what you're going to say to Greg? And she was kind of like, you could tell she was irritated at Greg. But she was kind of like, I, yeah, I don't know. But then when she sat in front of him. But when she said I was listening backstage, what she heard when she was listening backstage was Greg say to Tasha <gasps> and Caitlin that he has no regrets. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, Who would that not fire up? Are you kidding me? I'd be out there ready. To, this is going to be the, the final round. I'd be baby. like, are you joking? You're such a fucking fool. Yeah. So it's like you can tell you could tell that she was upset, but. I believe that literally what set her off then, and she even said it. She said, I was listening backstage. How could that? I mean. Of course. Come on, guys. People expect her to be like motherfucking Teresa, <laughs> like coming out and being like, Greg, what, you know, I'm <laughs> so okay. sorry for you and what you've gone through, even though I've been going through the exact fucking same shit. And it's like also you see like the way that she came out then with Justin and how their interaction was. And he was hurt. And he said, he goes, I don't feel like Katie gave me a, a fair shot. And they, they didn't, they had a, a beautiful interaction together. It was very, I mean, Justin is so, so sweet. And she, they, you can obviously tell that they have a sweet relationship and like, you know, a funny dynamic together. But then, yeah, of course you hear that from Greg. You're going to come out and you're going to be so pissed that someone said, I have no regrets. It's like, did we watch the same thing? Oh man. And then other people too are on everything the, happens for a reason. Shut the fuck up. It's like up. okay. And, and then and then people on the internet were talking about like if she's in love, why is she oh, still no, angry? No, no. Okay, at stop, Greg? stop, 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 Jess. We're gonna talk. We're gonna get to okay. this. Stop. Because right. we need a fair moment. Okay, I'll try to control myself. Let's talk about I just, Justin. I, I just I can't handle the internet sometimes. Like very worked up with the internet. <laughs> I sound like I'm. 100. I'm like, the internets, <laughs> they get me angry. I um, mean, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Justin. Justin. Okay. So, one thing that is a bummer to me is that maybe Justin will come later in paradise, but a lot of times what happens, like, if Justin isn't going to be the bachelor, we might not see him on like I'm, anything. And I'm kind of devoted right now because I feel like we got to see this side of Justin on After the Final Rose that we ha- didn't see on the show yeah. where he's funny yes. and very charming. We definitely got to see him be kind of funny on the show. Yeah. But no, we didn't. Well, we saw yeah. the facial expressions, but the way then that he was like reacting to them showing the montage, he was so funny. It seems clear to me that he is a respectful, nice, fun, good time. Yes. I'm completely fine if they would like to make him The Bachelor. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. He's we oh never mind. Now who who probably will be the bachelor? Uh and the shout out to uh Bachelor Clues and Game of Roses in general for predicting this is Tyler Cameron. 
Shut the fuck up. Well, okay. So I know they just he just broke up with his girlfriend girl, after he said he she was his soulmate on like live television. <laughs> like two weeks and, ago. and what they were saying, Bachelor, like last Patrick was was saying, is like what the ratings have been the worst they've ever been this season. This was one of the best seasons I've watched I in know, years. I know it was so dynamic and so different, and there were so many shifts. I loved it. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Well, I didn't love every second of it. I liked the Greg part, but regardless, it was, dynamic. It was dynamic. It was dynamic, and um. But but apparently producers are like, how are like, I mean, it's like, how are you going to get the ratings huge again? You have to have Tyler Cameron come on and be the bachelor. His book is killing it. I saw it all over the airport. <laughs> Girl, you know, you know that I almost picked it up at Target before <laughs> I hopped on that plane. You deserve better. I was like, I do, Tyler. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Um, Sam. Can you imagine if he becomes a bachelor the time the bros will have? It'll just be impressions for days impressions for I days. mean I think we well I can't forget I know that we've gotten lost you know caught up in like oh he's cloudy and whatever but I will never forget the way that he handled things with Hannah Brown how mm-hmm. respectful he was to mm-hmm. her how you know just respectful and so I I am here for a respectful bro being on the show yeah and also think how famous he is like Matt James became The Bachelor because he got famous for being Tyler. It started off as being Tyler's friend. He was Tyler adjacent. Like, that's how famous Tyler was when Tyler was on the show. And I know I've heard people be like, there's no way because Tyler shut down the idea of being The Bachelor right off of Hannah's season. But listen, everybody, right off of Hannah's listen season, up, everybody. He, he was legit. He was soaring. He, he, was, he was gaining followers like nobody's business. He was dating model. I mean, he still was dating model, but like, you know. He had places to go, right? He he was like, I am the king of the world. Guess what? His follower count has been the same for a long time now. And he was making merch of him and Matt James and selling it and also writing a book about The Bachelor. I wouldn't doubt that he wants to get back involved in the franchise. And I wouldn't fault him for it. Of course I wouldn't fault him for it. Stay relevant, King. Yeah, stay relevant. You know. He's never been particularly problematic to me in any way. I mean, mean, there's been some gaffes here and there. Who hasn't had them? And... He's never really said anything anti the franchise now that I think about it, where it's like, oh, producers like that. He's never really gone against the franchise since coming off the show. He didn't even say shit about production when his boy was getting raked over the coals by production, which. (laughs) Wonder why he stayed silent. Maybe there was conversations already. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Anywho. But if he's not, I would, you know, Justin would love. You know, a little birdie told me. Uh oh. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but it's from a fairly reliable source Mm -hmm. that Greg actually is friends with someone in production and they were going to bring him on for Claire's season to become The Bachelor. Like that was the intention of bringing him on Claire's season. Mm -hmm. But then, if you'll remember, some things took a turn and uh, Bachelor needed to cover their asses and be like, hey, look, we're going to make a black man The Bachelor. So, uh huh, uh huh. Anyway, uh huh. And I think that they, if this is true, then I mean, they were looking Greg, someone like Greg. They were looking for this sort of teenage heartthrob sort of character, right? To yeah, to rejazz up. Yes, he he's. I the mean, show. look at the reaction that people had to him. Clearly, <laughs> it's like awful behavior. Produ- guess what? Production was right. It's horrifying, but they were right. Yeah, even with him being a complete shithead, people are still just 
I don't know if you, I don't him. know if you saw, but speaking of Justin and Greg, as of last night, Greg got like a hundred k more, and Justin is like not even at sixty k yet. And I say, how dare you? Justin's not even at sixty. I don't think so. What? That's it's that. I mean, he is top two. That's despicable. That's unheard of. He is. He is kind. He is beautiful. Come on, people. He's a mediocre artist. I mean, <laughs> but he is an artist. True. And let me just double check so that I'm not completely off okay. here. Okay, 68 now. But still, dude, after a full season. Sorry, broads, we had to take a quick call and okay. we got a little distracted. And then we started talking about how Tasha and Katie did a fantastic Caitlin. job. Katie, and Katie, Caitlin, I get a like. Also, Katie, Tasha, Caitlin did a fantastic job. Yeah, they were great. They were so good. Um, okay, so don't quite remember where we're at. Oh, Justin's followers. So let's uh, let's jump into uh, to Justin again. Okay. Their yeah, their breakup and basically yeah, I mean their, he their breakup and then him on the did show. Did you okay? So when she when he found out from Caitlin and Tasha that he was the top two. Did he seem to you okay. like he was like, oh, fuck? Yes. What yes. am I supposed to do now? Yes. Okay. And, you know, I don't fall in for I it. I don't either. That's a shock. You think you have a little more time. I I think Jason, uh, Justin was, <laughs> what's his name again? <laughs> I think Justin was like, oh, fuck. I think he was like, like even the, the beginning of their date, you know, yeah. I think he was like, oh, my God, let's pray. She is not... Um, on the page of wanting engaged to me, getting engaged to me. Yes. I hope her relationship with Blake is stronger. I, I think he cared about her. I think I he do. may have been disappointed the relationship was over. Yes. But is he heartbroken that he, he's not engaged to her? No. I don't think so. I think I think he I will say after the the hometowns last week, which, by the way, loved his friends. Yeah. Oh, make one of them the bachelor. I'm literally like, I'm like, hey, where do you find these friends? <laughs> because they were fantastic. Yeah, you, you need to listen to me and uh, Ari <laughs> being like, we got to hang. I want to hang out with all of them. Um, Justin would be the one that you'd be hooking up with casually and then you'd fall in love with his friends. Why do I and have then- chills? I don't know why I have chills. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this scenario. It's true, though. They were so fantastic. Yeah. I, like they and they they asked better questions than most of the families do. I thought they were great. Um, Fantastic. But don't yeah. get me started on Emily Moynes, my queen. We'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah. Obsessed. Okay. So, um, but basically, like, I, I, I can't fault him at all. I think I would feel it was like, okay. Yeah. No. And in, and in the fuck. hometown date, I, I definitely felt like I was like, oh, okay. I think he, he does actually really like her and he is guarded. And he may, he's a slow burn, perhaps. Um, but no, I do not think he was ready to get engaged. Let's not forget it was jolting probably watch everyone dropping like flies around him. Like, he's gone. He's gone. He's oh gone. Oh, uh, so now it's just me. And like-, like he said, too, in uh, the, the interview when he was like, I would have loved to receive a rose. I was just there because everyone else was dropping out. And that made my heart feel really sad. Because that would actually make you feel so weird and insecure. Where yes. you're like, okay, so I'm, I'm here by default, perhaps, because Michael's gone, Greg's gone, <laughs> you know, and uh, that would be really difficult. Yeah. So I, I think it was maybe rough to be in that position, to, to, to be broken up with, but the man was not looking to marry Katie. No, the man was not looking to marry Katie, I, I don't think. I think he would have 
if he would have been the one at the very end, he would have been like, I don't think I can propose, but like, let's, let's date. Yes. I think it would maybe, maybe been something. It would have lasted maybe four or five months. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe it would have, maybe it would have worked out in the long haul. There would have been a beautiful, amiable breakup. But I, I did want to say that, man, you know, I loved when he was talking about how he says that his parents had seen a huge difference in him and that that had really helped him open up emotionally. And I just... Oh, that's cool. The, the difference between the Justin-Greg moment was when Justin was talking about that he's like, how can I be upset at her when I say that I... He was like, how can I be upset at her when I say I want what's best for her mm. and what's best for her mm. isn't me? Mm. <laughs> and Love that. I haven't seen one paradise. Me too, but I haven't seen... That Paradise preview. Mm, don't we, get me started. We, we'll talk about it. But oh my God. Wait, sorry. Pause. Quick pause. Live show is this Sunday. And by the way, Broads, if you purchase a ticket, you can watch it for 48 hours after the show, which yes. means you can watch it live with us on Sunday afternoon or you can watch it to, you know, Monday night, yeah, if you're Tuesday if morning, you're whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the only episode pre the actual Paradise season that we're going to be going over the cast. We're going to be making our predictions. We're going to be having lots of fun. You're going to get to see our... Um, our uh, wonderful footage we shot on the beach a couple weeks ago. It's so just going to be a blast. So anyway, um, tickets are 12 bucks. $2 of that goes to the Ocean Conservancy. Um, it's going to be loads of fun. So anyway, I just wanted so to plug excited. that because that's like that's when we're going to be doing yes. all of our preseason shit for, for, the for Paradise. For, for Paradise. And yeah. it's going to be so much fun. We'll have in the episode notes a uh, link for the tickets. Yeah. But yeah, it's I'm so excited. It's going to be a blast. Okay, so anyway. Um, but yeah, we'll see if he just ends up on Paradise. Didn't see him in any of those previews. And he didn't, you know, have the typical... I feel like a lot of the guys get kicked off and then they say like, hey, I'm now on Paradise. And he didn't. So maybe they'll throw him in. I feel like many of the women would be thrilled. I know yes. if I saw Justin walk up on the beach, I'd be like, hey. hey. <laughs> Hi. Um, yeah, but I mean, Katie handled their breakup well. You know, she went directly to him. Didn't, like you said earlier, didn't string him along. She didn't string him along. She knew exactly what she wanted. She didn't play the bachelorette role, which she hasn't, by the way, been doing. She's been breaking all the rules this whole time. But she didn't, like, just go, okay, I've already lost. This has all been completely unconventional. I lost Michael right before hometown, so I was missing a hometown person. Now I lost Greg, so it's only be two fantasy suites. This is all mixed up and not typical yeah. Uh, yeah. bachelorette fashion. And instead, she was like, nope, we're ending it right here, right now, because I have found my love. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to her. Congrats to her. Yeah, I mean, what else do you want to say about Justin? I mean, I think that's kind of it. <laughs> I loved I loved the glimpse we saw of him. I really wish after especially seeing that little moment of him that we would have seen more of Justin on the show and they would have showed us more of his like goofy side and fun side because I, yeah. like, I feel like that was very clear in his interview moment with uh, Taysha and Caitlin. I think he also has a potential to be like a great like not necessarily bachelor lead but like a great like star of yes. like paradise or yes. a season and I'm yes. kind of like 
I know. I don't know. I feel like they're not taking full advantage of his potential of being like just a great st- star Agreed. of the show. Maybe he shows up on Paradise and he becomes The Bachelor. Maybe we get to know him more via Paradise. Maybe he'll be one Maybe. of those. Maybe. Hopefully. All right. Well, um, shall we talk Blake? Shall we Shall we like end on... on? See, what really bothered me is that we also had to end after all of the Greg bullshit. Then it's like, obviously... Katie was worked up and she was like emotional following that conversation. And then it just felt like quite an afternote with her and Blake, which was unfortunate. I hated that they included that with him during her engagement. It's like, why don't we do that at the very top? Yeah. I feel like it should have been done. He left. So what about the first thing we see is their interaction. Then Justin and the break. Then like the footage and then Justin and then more of the footage and then Blake and and Katie being united. Right. The the order of it. The order of it was so like I was like on a roller coaster and like one second I was throwing up and the next second I had my hands in my ear screaming with joy like it was too much like I couldn't handle it I felt like the Greg shit really like overshadowed it unfortunately because no so should we talk about Greg first because so then we can we can like have the second half of the episode really on a joyous note yeah I really don't want to talk about it see I really do and that's the thing I'm, I'm like okay yeah, let's talk about Greg. Let's do it. Okay. I just can't believe. Let's see. I have the clip clip on my phone. What the fuck did he say when when Katie when Caitlin asked him? Where is it? If he has any regrets. Yes. And then Caitlin and he said no, and Caitlin was like, "Are you sure you don't have any regrets?" She was really throwing him a softball, and it was like, "Come on, dude." So looking back. She goes, no regrets. No literally, regrets. Katie's shaking her knee. She's like, I mean, Caitlin, she's like, no she regrets. Shaking? She literally interrupted him to try to help. She was like, Ugh, Greg. And she didn't even say, do you have any regrets? Because like, that's kind of differently. She, different. She goes, would you have done anything differently? And Very he goes, true. no, not at all. I mean, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I go on the show tomorrow. Let's just say I'm single. And I think I do a fantastic job and I am loved by all of America. Let's just say I would still have something that I would do differently, even if I did a really good job. Yes! You, under, you know what I mean? So the fact that it's like, oh, Greg, you wouldn't do anything differently. You know what this shows to me? OK, so again, this was taped like a month ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think he was really feeling himself because... I think, I think he really thought he did something with that breakup. I really think that he thought he was having like a Hannah Brown moment. I deserve more. Mm. I really think mm. he thought that that was mm-hmm. going to be his bachelor exit. Well, I really clearly, believe he's a little delusional. Well, I, okay, but but think about this. And I say this in a horrified way. Is he though? Because a lot of people still... Oh my God, I know he's not I that know, delusional. I know, I which know. is the upsetting part. But think <gasps> about this. Also probably production was probably feeding him that it was going to go great too because they put that fucking oh montage on the end. God. And you know they were lining him up for, for Bachelor. <sighs> well, okay. And you know they're talking to him constantly being like, you know, fluffing up his feathers. 
Well, he's just changing the narrative, of course, unless editing has really shifted things. He said that he went into that conversation the next day with her wanting to make to mend things. Mm-hmm. Which you've just watched it. What did that was that the impression that you got? Um, no. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the impression that I got. Well, okay. You know what? Okay. 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 You you just watched it. I'm gonna hear you out. I'm gonna hear Maybe he wanted to mend things, but he wanted to mend things in a way that was 1,000% only self-focused. So he wanted her to maybe say, to give her another Correct. shot to say, I his, love you and I want to leave with you. Right. His mending thing things were going in and being like, I'm going to threaten to leave if you don't say this. Right. That's right. mending right. probably ah. to him. Okay. So obviously okay. it doesn't seem like he regrets anything because probably to him... That's mending. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes, things would have been mended if, if Katie would have just dropped everything for him. Well, and he brought that up Which, in the conversation where oh, it's like you could have you, you could have left. Okay. Like you made the choice not to. So then he went in that conversation going, this is, he went in the conversation going, you know, uh, uh, I'm going to leave and I'm going to throw out that threat and see if she bites. And then she didn't fully, even though I'm sorry, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure she gave him as much security as he, she told him he was in the top two. Oh my God. She told him he was going to be there <sighs> next week, that she was so into him that she, that this won't be worth okay. it if he, that this won't be worth it if he leaves. Like there was no, like she told him everything except I love you. Yes. Because she told him that was her boundary and he, chooses to not accept her boundaries and just kept pushing, pushing, pushing. Which, yes! Which, hey, listen, if Greg's boundary was, I can't get on one knee until someone says I love you, yes. then you go, that's my boundary and I need to exit. Which, by the way, though, also, Greg wasn't even being put in a position there where he was being asked to propose to her. No. They were still in the top three. It, it wasn't even that. Like, he didn't even express that. He could have said that, like, look, I don't know if I can propose or think about proposing unless I have that validation. Mm -hmm. That's so fair. That was not the situation. No. He literally was like, I don't want to do this whole show thing anymore that I signed up for. And I hated when he said that on After the Final Rose. That felt like a form of, I won't say gaslighting because people get triggered about how it's not the perfect, correct usage of it. But it felt like he was trying to twist reality when he was saying like, you know, I told you, like you just said, I told you I love you, but you were only bringing up the rose or you're bringing up the next week. And I'm like, Greg, Greg, honey, you signed up to be on The Bachelor years ago, Bachelor years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got cast for well, I'm, some. I heard rumors that potentially he could have been trying to get on Hannah Brown season. Who mm-hmm. knows if that's real or not? Whatever. Mm-hmm. He got cast for Claire's season, then got cast for Katie's season, which means, by the way, that it was not hinging on him coming coming on the show for Katie. That's neither here nor there. I can't hold that against him. However, it makes it very clear that he knew exactly what he was getting himself into on the show. I don't want to hear this bullshit of. He said you were playing the part of the Bachelorette. Yeah, honey. 
she's the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, I love when she said that. That was so good. Because I am. She goes, yes, I'm. I'm playing the part of the bachelorette because I am the bachelorette. And, I was just like, and when he was doing the thing of like, you know, it's a two way street, and I'm not trying to pull, pull like a man hating thing where I'm like, it's all about Katie. But when you're agreeing to be on the bachelorette, when you're agreeing to compete with starting out like dozens of other guys mm-hmm. you, it is about the bachelorette and not you and mm-hmm. and that's something that you sign up for on the show you're like okay um i'm gonna sacrifice this level of security uh i have no idea what's going to happen that's the nature of the show this person she made it very clear that she wasn't going to say i love you to anyone until mm-hmm. she, you know she chose them and he wanted to circumvent all of that that he had signed up for and the boundary that she had set to just be like well, you should make exceptions for me, which yes. I feel like is a very manipulative tactic to when you are trying to cross someone's boundaries and being like, well, make an exception for me, make an exception for me. I think that that's a way to try to gain power completely in the dynamic between you and this person. And I understand feeling insecure in this situation, of but course. he can't hold that against her because she is the bachelorette. And that is the show that that she that he signed up for. Well, and I know a lot of people were bringing up um uh like Zach for instance with Tasha when Tasha was all of a sudden very nervous towards the end and was uh describing certain things and you know couldn't definitively tell Zach that like he was the one or whatever. And Zach by the way, and Zach wasn't like a fan of the show before. Someone right, his so family he signed him up. Know he what didn't he was even, getting himself into. He didn't even know. And he heard her and he acknowledged the fact that like, yes, it is challenging and it's hard for him, but he also respects her and her position and is willing to be patient and wait and yeah. take the risk. And I think, yeah, I I I and then and then during Greg's conversation there was just so much of like him being so upset about her using bachelor terminology. It's just like, have you, what? Like, why are you so mad about that No, he wanted to be an exception. He wanted to be an exception. And he was also trying to get, take anything he could to throw at her. That's true. Now, now question for you. Do you think that Greg, when he left, that he was, that he wanted to, uh, that he wanted to leave, and that was his way of escaping. I or do you think that he really that this was like a, a genuine situation? I, I mean, and none of us can know. None of us of can course, know Greg we'll, moti- Greg's motivations. I mean, Greg might not even know his own motivations. Sure. Sometimes that happens. I think for him, he saw this as a win-win situation. Either he was going to leave and she was going to come after him. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth on whether or not he really cared. For, well, I, I don't believe his definition of love was love. And we will talk more about that in a second. But I think there's a chance that he did want a relationship with her. And I think, I mean, he said as much here. Uh, I have a clip from last night that I was just trying to find. He said, if it was me, you would have stopped me, which she did. She was on her knees begging for him not to leave. I don't she know. She was literally begging I, and she was telling well, him it won't it, be the same. It like, it, like there's no point in being here if you go. And I, and he, when he got up and walked away again mm-hmm. after that, I wonder if he wanted her to come after him again. I mean, probably at some point you what everyone I feel like has to acknowledge is that the man walked out and he didn't leave. He's, he was still there. Well, I mean, you can't, uh, that's, I, I will say like, you can't, when you're on the show, like 
you can tell a producer, I want to leave right now, but there's no like car necessarily waiting for you. No, like, no, he, no, but he could have gone somewhere and closed a door or sorry. like tried to, but he was in that middle hallway area, just kind of with his hands in his pockets, wandering around. Yes. And like the, he yes. ran out and then he stopped. Yes. Okay. So it's like, you know, he wanted the, another interaction. Which, by the way, someone DM'd me and was like, how many women do this all the time? And I was like, yeah, and that's toxic, unhealthy behavior 100%. for women to do it too. Yeah, 100%. Um, but I think that, so it was either like she was going to run after him and they would be in a relationship mm-hmm. or he was doing this whole, I deserve more, I'm better than this thing. And that was going to be his bachelor shining moment. So I feel like in his mind, this could only go two good ways. He's either going to look good and in his mind yeah. and come out on top and be the bachelor or he was or he was going to literally force Katie into a situation where she felt like she had no choice but to stop the show and leave with him. Mm-hmm. I think those were the two outcomes that, that he desired and I think that he thought one of those two things was yeah. going to happen. That makes sense. Um but as for oh, there's a couple things that I want to say. Okay. Like you so astutely brought up she was watching him behind the scenes, behind the b- backstage mm-hmm. saying, I would have done nothing differently. I was so appalled at the amount of people saying like, well, I was disappointed in Katie. Like she came off bitter and petty and immature. And that was just like crazy to me. Like I didn't see anything petty or immature. I felt like she, that was her moment to stand up for herself yes. and to say, no, what you did was not fucking cool. No, that was her moment to reclaim her space after the and way her that power. Teacher, yes, yes, yes. I, you know, like I saw, you know, I don't know if you saw that she had posted, um, we talked about it a couple weeks ago and, and I mentioned, I was like, oh no, what's after the final rose going to be like? Yes. But Maddie Pruitt, um, I talked about this on the podcast, but Maddie Pruitt a couple weeks ago posted uh, a tweet that said, never trust your tongue when your heart is wounded. Hush until you heal. And mm. Wise Katie, words, Maddie. <laughs> Katie Thurston responded, should have read this before AFR with eyes like this. So she, Katie, felt like she went in probably like passionately so i just so i was expecting i don't know what i was expecting i was expecting like pettiness i felt like i didn't feel like it was petty dude let's not forget the man left her in a pile on the floor and i bet when katie said that she was what you know when you um when you when you're so hurt by someone but then you know it would really like then you, you go back and you go, man, I wish that I wouldn't have even given them like an like acknowledgement. Yeah. I bet that's probably how she, she probably felt. She should have been like cold to him. Right. But at the same time, I like as a viewer for especially like all these young women watching the show, I was so grateful. I thought it was powerful. That she had that, that she was brave enough to come out and like really tell it like it is to him and not let him try to you know, work his way around certain things and flick his hair out of it. I thought it was, I thought it was powerful. And actually it's funny. I was listening to bachelor happy hour this morning and Tasha said the same thing. She was like, I thought that that was awesome for women to see that her standing up for herself. And I think it's just, it saddens me because people will see that a woman taking back her power. And I'm normally not, I feel like I'm not normally one to be like, you know, like, 
girl power, like feminism, like. But in that moment, it was like, dude, she. It felt to me like she was standing up for, like, me too, and like any other woman who has been like manipulated by a man in their life or has Mm -hmm. been beaten down by a relationship, you know, emotionally. And I felt. I just thought it was. I thought it was great, and I think unfortunately women aren't allowed to be angry and aren't allowed to Mm -hmm. hold space for themselves. And we're always expected to take the high road too, which is interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, and I I don't, (laughs) that's that could, that could not be more true. I, I don't, I didn't think she took low blows, you know? And, and I, and I actually thought what was really powerful too, not just like sticking it to the man with Greg. She also said like, that's not love. And I thought that that was a really important message. I thought there was nothing petty about that. Can we talk about that for a second? Because she, I loved what she said. She was like, you said you loved me in that moment. That wouldn't have pushed you. If you loved me, that would not have pushed you away. When she said that I was standing, I was literally like, I had like, I had my arms crossed. I was like standing up pacing. Cause it was just like, that was, I feel like that was exactly what needed to be said. Yes. Like, and then of course there was, uh, Oh my God. There's just like, I've seen, you know, there's other bachelor nation people, Demi tweeting, being like, you don't get to tell anyone what love is, what is love and what isn't like, maybe that's not her definition of love, but maybe that's his definition of love. And I'm like, no, abandoning someone when they don't respond in the way you want them to, after you claim that you, they're the kind of person you'd want to spend the rest of your life with. That is, that is ladies, gentlemen, anyone listening, that really is not love. That's not. No. No, that's you being selfishly wanting whatever feeling you want. Yeah. That's not how it works. Love is not like just seeking validation from another person. That's caring about them too. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I, there. Also, can you speak to this as someone who's been in a long relationship about like, (laughs) you, we were texting about this the other day. You're like, do, does do I do we sometimes have manipulative behavior towards each other? Yes. Can you can you speak? On yeah. That? No. You know what? I was seeing a lot of people talking about like, come on, everybody. Like, don't we all sometimes manipulate each other? And da 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 da. And it's just like, yeah. Like, I'll tell you for a fact. I have had moments in my relationship that I am not proud of, where I have manipulated my husband. I uh, yes. I, You've yes. probably seen me do it on camera. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> it happens plenty of times, and. But first of all, that doesn't make it right. Second, in this situation, the ro- again, the, I keep going back to it, but the 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 romanticizing and mm. the playing it as passion. He's so in love with her, or as he, proof, yeah, of- or proof of like my deep affection for you. I just can't even help myself. It's like no, 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 no. You you can't when with someone's bad behavior. You can't make someone's bad behavior just give the, the excuse that he was just heartbroken. Oh, absolutely not. There's no excuse for it. And then, you know, when they were having the conversation and it started to get um, more heated. Well, I mean, honestly, it was heated from the top because yes. she came out and she didn't hug him. And I was like, a move, <laughs> a move. Um, but he the way that he was then responding to her it everything was um i'm sorry you think that 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry you felt that way. I'm sorry you're questioning my integrity and who I am as a person. It was all very shaming in the way all of his quote-unquote apologies were just kind of shaming her response to it. And he says that he res- He's, he's, he made a line, or he, he, he said something where he's like, I respect that she, her not saying that I love you, but I needed more certainty. And it's like, I get that, and if that's his boundary, then you step away. And if you love someone, you step away, and you're hurt. And of course, yes, of course you're hurt. But you remove yourself from the situation if you can't move forward. Yeah. Let's I'm, not forget he continued to like hurl jabs at her throughout that where he's like, I don't even recognize you anymore. I don't even know who you are. Did this even yes. mean anything to you? I deserve more. It was like that. He was um, fishing for her to like to pull her back in like emotionally mm-hmm. into the situation. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he kept throwing out things to to get her to react. Yes, and that's what I was saying his where I I, I felt like what was so uh, painful for me to watch was that he wasn't talking about that moment in their conversation that hurt him. He was saying general things attacking about her character. Her, attacking her character. It was Katie. It wasn't that moment that hey, when you when you didn't validate me in that way, it hurt me. Which, by the way, let's talk about the basics like that you learn in therapy of like, let's talk about me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm feeling insecure. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I don't have enough validation to move forward. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like, you know, it not. And, and by the way, that those I statements are. I feel like you're a piece of shit or yeah. whatever. You know, that's <laughs> right, not right, how right. that works. No. It's like. I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling hurt. I'm feeling emotionally unstable. I'm feeling, yeah. And Lord knows that's not what what happens. But again, okay, so like you respect what you're saying too about like everyone makes mistakes. But one, we got to acknowledge that that's a mistake. Yes. And then two, we got to attempt to make it right with the other person. Correct. Even if we're no longer with them Correct. because that's the right thing to do. Yes. And yeah, exactly. It, it, it was, it's... It, the way that he interacted with Katie and then goes on AFR says that he wouldn't do anything differently then uses the, I'm sorry that you're deciding to question my integrity. And then that a lot of bachelor nation is just like, sweet Greg, Katie's the villain. That's like, that's the problem. People aren't saying that other people that Greg's the only one. But that like, he's an who, irredeemable monster. Right? No, it's it, the, 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 the inherent problem is that, that's not being talked about that the the um the bones of what the problem is in this is being not not even justified but like celebrated right yeah no it's not being called toxic behavior it's being called a display of affection yes that's that's a really big problem yeah that's a really scary problem yeah and that it wasn't wrong that he didn't apologize or acknowledge any of his bad behavior. It was wrong that Katie was angry about his bad behavior. That was wrong. Yes. Katie should not have acted that way. Yes. It was, it was Katie should have given him more validation (gasps) 
Round round one was Katie should have given him more validation. Round two was Katie was being too angry and petty. Yes. Oh, and Katie shouldn't have been acting as the bachelorette. And why is Katie upset if Katie is in love? Oh, my God. Let's talk about that. Can we unpack that? Let me make something very, very clear. Let me make something very clear to everyone. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I've been married to my husband for 10 years and we've been together for more than that. I am still hurt. And, you know, there is still some anger in things my exes did forever ago that if I were to sit down with them, there's one specific guy in general who did some real shitty stuff to me, if I were to sit down with him on a couch today, like from 14 years ago, and he looked at me and said, I wouldn't have done anything I have no regrets. I'd be like, <sighs> like I'd flip. And that was 14 years ago. And yeah. I'm in love with my husband. I am so in love with my husband. He is my king, okay? <laughs> like, please, you are able to have both things you are able to be completely in love i'm sorry but when you're in love with someone all other emotions from other people just don't disappear this isn't like some crazy fairy tale where like you get kissed by the prince and all of a sudden it's like all all the animals now land on me and everything is good and no one like i'm not affected by no one and all i see is my prince like no what's also bizarre to me is um the insinuation that if she is in love with this person then she shouldn't be angry period like greg is still another person that she had a hurtful interaction with so that's when we think about this logically that would be equivalent to saying you know say your 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 sister hurt you yes jess why are you mad at your why are you so angry at your sister if you're in love now that's not how that works when someone's hurt you it doesn't matter if they're romantic friendship whatever you're still gonna feel that pain when you sit in front of them and they say that they did nothing wrong that's still going to be triggering and painful i'm very happy in my life i have a loving (laughs) husband and i have a daughter who i adore when one random finsta account on the internet (laughs) says something negative about me it haunts me and i'm angry (laughs) And that's someone I don't even know who they are when I'm having intimate conversations and interactions with someone and they do something that is hurtful and demeaning and manipulative. I'm mad. Because since when does being in love with someone mean you're not angry? You can't be angry. It's wild. It's bizarre. Also, also, you know, and I wish that this is something we acknowledge a little more in the show. The, the setup of the show is that you fall in love with multiple people. Correct. And I believe as humans, uh, many of us are capable of falling in love with multiple people at uh, the same yeah, time. I completely agree. And I believe you could still be healing from being in love with someone while still being in love with someone else. Yes. One thousand percent. That's a very, very good point. Like... People are saying, oh, she's not over Greg. I'm like, okay, maybe she's not. Maybe she's not. This is a very fresh breakup and a fresh wound that she just had to rewatch. And that doesn't make her love for Blake any less. Right. So, okay, maybe she's not over it. And yeah, she, I, I would say her anger is pretty justified and valid. Correct. And, and I also didn't, I, I mean, again, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe, I mean, I know I am biased, but I didn't see any particularly bad behavior of her on uh, after the final rose. I, I don't think she said anything 
did she say like you're a bad person or like no. you're I don't think she said no. anything. I think she stuck the only basically thing to his actions like, on the show. The only thing she like brought up like about him as a person was him coming on the show f- to get fame and for acting. <gasps> yes! Legend. Let's talk about his his response. He goes, "Okay, actor." <laughs> actor. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you were like, okay. I'm like, I literally was just like, Greg, make it less obvious. <laughs> oh no, he just actually goes, acting? <laughs> acting? You know what would have been incredible is if she would have been like, you came on for acting. And he, if he would have been like, acting? <laughs> <laughs> and then a full ex- exchange of emotions just all over. I'm like, yes, You how how crazy for her to say that she, you were acting when you are an actor, sir. Also, he knew that was coming yes. because all the rumors had been floating around already. Now, this was filmed again. It was filmed before the, the mega Greg episode happened, but he's still, all those rumors are floating around. So it's like, you know that she knows, you know that that's coming. You know that she liked the meme yeah. of ours about Greg being an actor and that his sister commented on it. So obviously he knows this is coming. For him to act like it was so absurd for her to suggest that he was acting when he was when he's an actor was so priceless. Yeah, it was just like I don't like d- just acting. <laughs> it's like just just don't <laughs> I wanted to be like Greg, stop overacting. It's too much right now. Just just, just go. It's just like Greg, just do this. Just go acting. Or Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or like, like, like when yes, she's saying I, acting, I, you just go, okay. I I hear what you're saying. Or just like, yes, I, I, I am an actor, but that doesn't mean I was acting in my love for you. Yeah. It's like okay. Instead, he was like acting. <laughs> it's like stop. <laughs> it was the most emotive I saw him that whole episode. I know for acting. real. <laughs> he came out super super happy. <laughs> And he was like, hey, I'm doing great. And then that was the only other really emotive moment. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, when he said he was, I'm sorry, we got it. We got to get petty for a minute. When he said he was, he's just been laying low in New Jersey. And then now there's photos of him surfacing in line at the club. Cut to him at the club, not getting in. <laughs> the bouncer apparently said that he was being rude and refused to show his ID. I don't know. If, you know, it could be. Maybe it wasn't the bouncer, but that's, sure. that's yeah. the man claims to whatever. be. And apparently he claims to not know who he is. But. I mean, and that's whatever. But but also I couldn't help but remember when we were talking to Michaela and her going over weeks ago when we had her on. She was going over William Esper, mm-hmm. the acting school that he was in until two, 2019. And what's so interesting is I was watching someone else's little recap story today. Someone who's actually a therapist. And they they were like... I read that he went to William Esper and she was like, that actually explains why he is able to like sort of put on these specific like psychological, like emotional like displays. And like it was it was just interesting because someone else brought it up specifically about that school. And it's like this is a school that uses very specific yeah, tactics. Yeah, Michaela was talking about yeah. it. She, in fact, on the Black And that was the second person I had I'd seen say that. Uh, on the Black Chalorette's, um Instagram, they had posted, like, videos of the technique that she was talking about. And you see, like, it was very interesting. Basically, if you missed that, Broads, it's just um, Michaela was going over on her episode how William Esper is an acting school specifically known for this type of, like... A technique. Of, like, psychological... Response. Em- yeah. Emotive response. Yeah. I'm probably using all the wrong phrases because I am not an actor. 
but not a thespian in that way. I only do the Broadway high school stuff. Um, But yeah, I mean, we have to take a quick pause here, but I mean, I don't even... I don't think there's anything else to go over. It's just like, ladies, that ain't love. It's not love. And, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that he's not going to be the bachelor after all this. Thank God. No. Uh, oh, the one other thing was when Greg literally said to her that he didn't give her an ultimatum. I'm like, "Mm, what? Oh, what? Your whole thing was an ultimatum. Yeah. Everything was an ultimatum. Yeah. 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 We could go on about Greg for forever yeah, and break down every little thing. But honestly, so appreciate you and Ari diving deep into it. Greg got way into it, too. Uh, Grayson oh, and then Greg, was going yes, I have to listen. Okay, yes. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I, we, there's been a lot of Greg conversation, and we've now talked a lot about Greg. And I'll be real with you. I don't want to give him any more of our time. Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing I did want to say, though, is that um, got to give a shout out, even though I've been the shadiest bitch in the past to Jason. Jason, actually, and I thought that this was important because he has some credibility in the situation. Yeah. Jason Tartik went on his stories and was like, as someone who was in the fucking top three or wherever he was, mm-hmm. Jason was like, you don't leave the show. You don't walk away from that woman after you've been filming for like two fucking months in this bubble. You don't dip unless you know 1000% that this woman is not your wife. And Jason was like, just own up to it, man. Like you did not want this, this woman to be your wife. Also shout out to Jason. You know, I just have to take this moment. (laughs) I need to look into the camera. I need to apologize. I don't think I've ever like been, been very like, um, you know, super, oh gosh, so sorry, bros. The air is going in and out because it's a hot, hot day in LA. Um, but in the past, in old episodes of this of this podcast, I've talked about. I was like, I didn't get the Jason thing, and I don't really like. Jason. Oh, I was shaking him so hard. I have to come out and tell you all that I am a huge Jason fan now. I was after last night. <laughs> I've been, you know, I've been. I will always send you. I'm like, oh my god, look at his story about this. Look at his. Story. I love him. Actually, Gray and I were talking last week about how Gray really wants to. Uh, Evan and him to fly Jason out to play golf with them to do a, a vlog of them golfing together and like Jason. chatting finances and such oh my god that would actually be so good I know Jason <laughs> if you're listening for real though I literally have to make a formal apology because I was like you know what I feel I, I I feel like I'm pretty like I can gauge things pretty well and in this case I was very wrong and I well I feel like I feel like Jason, now we're talking about a whole different season. I felt like Jason put on a little bit of an act during his season with Becca. A little bit. He he might have fluffed himself. You know up what it is? Be... I, I have to tell you why I had an Go, issue. Yes, please. I interrupted no, you. No, 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 no. It's 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 I didn't really watch much of Becca K's season. Um, but I'm just like not this is my own, this is Judgy Jess. Judgy Jess is not a huge fan of like, you know, guys who are like boat shoes and like seem like they kind of come from money. And, you know, are all about, like, you know, the finance, like, lawyer. I just immediately go, nope, don't trust. And I shut down. And you know what? That's wrong. Because not, maybe I've interacted with some people like that. And that's not always the case. And. A queen. I I was clapping for you. (laughs) I can admit when I'm wrong. (laughs) And then I'll clap for myself. But I love Jason. I feel like 
uh, I've been watching over like the past year, like all of his takes on certain certain things. He's been super vocal about a lot. I just love him and I feel like he says exactly what he wants to say. Yeah. Like he is not filtered. He does not give like the batch answer, even though he's still in that world. And I just shouts out. Well, so that's the thing. I felt like we see we've seen him actually the past now that I've I've like watched more of his stuff. I feel like I'm seeing a much more like real authentic version of him. Yeah. I did feel like on his but on Becca season and shortly in the bit after he was seemed very caught up in like image oriented stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and which actually, you know, I have to give him credit because it makes sense. It's you, the whole thing is image oriented when you're sure, on the show now. Sure. But now I'm seeing a very less filtered person who has been there all along. And that I felt like he was maybe being a little bit inauthentic before, but that's neither here nor there because I appreciate his takes much now. Love that. We All love right, that. Let's take an ad break. Guys, we're going to hear about two of our comfiest favorite sponsors right now. Oh, broads. Our favorite undies and our favorite sheets. Broads, personal question for all of you lovely listeners out there. Are you wearing comfortable underwear? Do you feel like you're sitting in a cloud? Like your cute cheeks mm. are nestled in the luscious heaven-made pillow? If the answer is no, I'm sorry to tell you, you're doing it wrong. Enough with uncomfortable underwear. Mm. You have to try Me Undies. I promise you, you will not regret it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Me Undies only uses sustainable, breathable, almost unbelievably soft material and offers styles for everyone. They've got boy shorts, they've got briefs, high waisted, thongs, whatever you prefer, Me Undies has it. Plus, they've got more than 50 color and pattern styles. I'm a kind of a neutral gal myself but if you're into alligators with sunglasses on your boxers or if you're into neon orange briefs oh my gosh me undies has got you covered as well <laughs> and me undies styles are all available in size extra small to 4x i love me undies so much i have a me undies membership which i'll be honest an underwear subscription was not something i knew existed let alone knew i needed but oh baby it is a game changer now i can have my favorite pairs delivered and i even got evan uh, on board cut to evan and I and our matching MeUndies candlelit staring into each other's eyes. Let your mind wander, okay? (laughs) MeUndies membership is a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door. Each month, you'll get to choose new undies, socks, or bralette and pick the style and color or print that feels the most you. I only wear MeUndies. They are the most comfortable. I've been wearing MeUndies for years. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They're awesome. And as part of MeUndies membership, you're going to enjoy discounted pricing. You're going to get free shipping and you're going to get exclusive early access to new launches. And for first time purchasers, MeUndies is offering 15% off and free shipping. And you can shop with complete peace of mind because if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No questions asked. Get 15% off your first order and free shipping. Go to MeUndies.com slash chatty. That's MeUndies.com slash chatty. So, Broads, there are a few things in uh, the world as satisfying as crawling into bed at night right after you put on fresh sheets. Ugh, I've tried pretty much every sheet brand out there. Silk, cotton, flannel, insane thread counts. I'm kind of a sheet snob, I'll admit it. And hands down, the best sleep I've ever gotten was with my Etitude sheets. I mean, they're just wild. They're unbelievable. I'm the kind of person, I could sleep anytime, anywhere on anything, but... I even have to say, attitude sheets are just different. They hit different, baby. Mm-hmm. That's because they're made from 100% bamboo fa- fabric, which if you've never slept on bamboo before, game changer, guys. Bamboo has this super unique texture that's kind of similar to silk, but it's not as slippery. And it's sort of like cotton, but it's more feathery. It's hard to explain, but it's easy to love. And bamboo... 
one of the most sustainable materials on the planet. Yes, I was going to say bamboo is actually the most resource efficient plant on the planet. And Etitude sheets save 500 times more water than cotton and produce 52% fewer carbon emissions. Plus, they're temperature regulating, hypoallergenic, antibacterial, and toxin-free. I'm telling you, you'll sleep better than you ever have in your life when you switch to Etitude. When I got home from vacation this last week, I kissed my daughter, I kissed my husband, and then I went to kiss my Etitude sheets. This is no lie. I miss them so much. (laughs) Right now, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit Etitude.com slash chatty and enter promo code chatty. Remember, that's Etitude as in eco-attitude. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at Etitude.com slash chatty, promo code chatty, attitude with an E. Eco, attitude, attitude. Eco, attitude. Okay. Okay. Can we now officially get to the joyous union of our son and Katie? Becca, what, where should we start with? Should we start with her parents? Should we start with their overnight? I guess the overnight. Let's just go in order. Okay. So, first of all, mm hmm. I loved when he said right before their overnight, he was like, basically like, uh, well, you know, I'm never going to leave you, babe. Like, I would not. I'm never going to say I love you and then walk away from you. And I was like, he. Yes, that's that's more like love. He legit (sighs) said. His words. I would never tell you I was falling in love with you and then get up and leave. And I was like, for her to hear that right now. Mm-hmm. Also, just here was my thing in general with these two. She's coming off of something, uh, you know, you know, when you cry and fight for so long that your entire body hurts in your brain, you know, that feeling where it's like buzzing down, and yeah. you just can barely. And now she's going to get up. She's going to go try to be romantic with someone else. They ha- they end up having fun, right? They're, they, she gets to blow off some steam. My m- big takeaway was that as soon as they got in the hot tub, after, of course, rolling around and making out a million times, because yes. that's just what they yes, do. Yes, of course. The fact that she wants to tell him everything, to me, is a huge green flag. There's a safety that's like, I want to put this all out on the table right now. He didn't, he like asked like, so are you doing okay after everything? But she literally said, I feel like I need, I want to tell you everything. And I'm like, that's a good feeling for you to have when you're with someone that you feel safe. Also, I didn't realize, you know, we've seen it spaced out a bit, but like, she hadn't even had a chance to tell him about the Michaels shit. So like, you realize like, Oh man, she's actually been through so much the past week. Like I know a lot. And then she doesn't tell Blake, at least that we saw. She totally might have, but in the edited portion that we saw, she doesn't tell Blake that Greg wanted her to say I love you. And then that's why. And she wouldn't. Yeah. She just makes it sound like Michael left and then Greg left because he wanted to. And sorry to your before you finish what you're going to say, I was just thinking you said like, that's a good sign that she wants to tell him everything. Also, when I listen to Bachelor Happy Hour, they have like watched all the episodes together and have like talked through everything together, which is such a good sign. Like there's so many men who wouldn't be secure enough to like handle that. 
at the end of the episode when he's sitting with her and Blake looks at her and he says, I just want to let you know that I am so proud of you and watching as I watched back this episode and the way you handled everything. And he's like, and you're also just so sexy. Like he watched her, you know, make out with pretty much every single guy there cry when they would leave, talk about how she was falling for all these yeah. guys. And he specifically went out of his way at the end to be like, I'm so proud of everything you did. Yeah. What? I mean, that's, that's, that's love, baby. That is love, baby. And then when she says to him, there was a part of me that wanted to quit when Greg left. So obviously we see him in the ITM afterwards. Clearly that's going to make your brain go, uh, okay, so are you, do you really want to be with me? Like, was Greg the one? Yeah. But instead of, instead of in that moment, as she's expressing to him that she wanted to quit, instead of going, okay, well, then why am I still here? Like, wh why did you stay? Like, how do you feel about me? He literally just smiled and he kissed her and he let her breathe. And I was thinking if I'm in, like, when I'm in these intense conversations, the safety of being able to be like, this is how I was feeling and it could be hurtful to the person and the person just takes the beat and then just lets me, it's all good, is huge. Yeah. That there's, I'm not then right away having to explain, well, what about this, 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 and that? Now, yeah. if he would have asked that, he would have every right to ask that. But the fact that he didn't, I was just like, damn. I was just doing check marks the whole time yeah. in the situation. And and then obviously in ITMs, then he's having all these conversations where he's like, oh, you know, I, I love Katie a lot. But if she can't get over Greg, then like, is there any point in getting engaged? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I'm thinking... When then they go to dinner after, because he's saying this in all the ITM interviews, that he is going to sit her down and be like, so where is your head at? If you were going to leave with Greg, how do you how do you feel about me? Right. Can and I what's the where's the validation? Where's the validation? Instead, as he's nervous, <sighs> as he was told that she wanted to potentially quit because of Greg. In his fear, he sat down and he validated to her how he felt. Yes. He goes out of his way to make her feel secure. Yes. Because you know why he's thinking about her? He's thinking about the woman he loves. Yes. Because he truly, because he truly loves her. And he was so, and he's talking about how scared he was to say, I love you. Because it's like, just in general, how not scared, but like, it, the word is so impactful and it means a lot to yeah. him. And he sat her down and he told her he would never walk away after he said that he loves her. And he also then gave her an explanation as to the fact that, hey, this was my family dynamic and I didn't hear it from my dad. So I show it a lot. And I've been showing you love. And you know what? And I, I was like, he's been showing you love. And he's like, and now he's going to verbalize it to you. And you know what? If Katie had looked in his eyes and lovingly said, I just, and he said, what? And she said, I just like looking at you. I'm sure Blake would have smiled and would have kissed her. Yes. And because then, his feelings for her were not contingent upon her feelings for him. Exactly. Because that's love. Exactly. Love is, love is not limited to whether or not the person loves you back. And Jesus you know, Christ. And you know he would have gone in, uh, you know he would have gone in an interview and been like, I'm kind of tripping out because she didn't say it back. And that's okay to feel that yeah. way. But it wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been reactionary and been like, why aren't you validating me? And you, we know this for a fact because of the fact she told him to his face, I almost left because I was so into Greg. 
Can you imagine like didn't, how I'm, he didn't even ask about it. He just then went in and was just like, I want to let you know I would never walk away. And I also want to let you know why I haven't said I love you yeah. yet. And the family thing for me of why. And I'm I'm now going to tell you the moment when I fell in love with you. And I'm going to be really specific about why I love you. And I loved his cute story about when she was playing hockey and she shouted. And then he thought like, fuck, I love her. I yeah. love how much they have to bleep him out. It's my most favorite. But he's like, he's telling her, and and, and by the way, I, what I noted as this was happening, she was smiling, but she wasn't saying anything. And there were lots of pauses, by the way. Yeah. And he didn't stop and like look at her and go, why isn't he saying something <laughs> back? There were lots of pauses. He's getting emotional and talking about how excited uh, he is about to have, like doing life with her. And then Katie, on her own accord, decides her new boundary because she realizes that she is in love with him. And she tells him that she loves him. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. And then she, she said she knew that it was done. And she knew in that moment when she said, I love you, to him, that she was sending Justin home. Because then it was just Blake. You know, like, I wonder if... And what makes me sad is I wonder... If a lot of people, and I think that maybe I might have felt this way about myself in the past. I wonder if a lot of women, like consciously or subconsciously, I know I believe this subconsciously. Like, I think I used to believe that I did not deserve to be with someone that would care about me like that. Like how Blake is showing this kind of mm -hmm. a version of unconditional. I mean, we're humans. I don't, I don't believe we can unconditionally love people because we're kind of all fucked up in one way or another. But a version, like a glimpse of like unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think I believed in the past that I deserved that. And I think that I would have believed that I deserved um, a love that looked a lot more like Greg and Katie's dynamic. And I think that was probably because, and I'm still working through it, like I used to and I still do have my own emotionally manipulative tendencies. But feel like watching this show made me actually realize that like I need to be more receptive to when you know Grayson's telling me like I'm uh, manipulating a situation or I have to realize when I'm being insecure and I'm trying to cling to the other person giving me validation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. instead of finding validation in myself or other loved ones you know whatever um anyway I guess I just want to say like it if I, I really do believe like if you're looking thinking that the behavior we saw displayed between Greg and Katie was an example of real love, I think that like I guess I would encourage you to like look more inside yourself and see where maybe your own behaviors are mm. mirrored or behaviors of people in your life may be mirrored because I'm not trying to get on my high horse and think that like I know everything, but I can tell you like that was not an emotionally healthy relationship and there was a lot of toxicity. And I think that if you are seeing aspects of that in yourself or one of your loved ones, romantic or not, I think that's worth looking at and spending some time really evaluating because I think that we all deserve to be with people who truly love us unconditionally for who we are right where we're at. And I think that our loved ones deserve to be loved in that same way too. And that's worth, um, that is worth fighting for and working towards. So 
That was beautiful. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, uh, but it's, I mean, Katie, she talked about that then later on when they were in front of the really scary guy that was on fire. <laughs> this is Obra, or, or I have to look up the pronunciation again. But I, she was talking about how she didn't feel like she was good enough for Blake. And I completely, like, I completely resonate with you saying that, like, sometimes there's this part of you that just doesn't think you're deserving of that type of love. And I know for myself with my relationship with Evan for so many years, and I still do it, don't get me wrong, but like for so many years, I didn't think I was deserving of it. So Mm -hmm. I would cause chaos Mm -hmm. to almost like mess it up. Yeah. Because it was like sabotage. Exactly. That's the better phrase. Self-sabotage constantly and it was it was it was completely unhealthy and, and it i think was we're so seeing bad Greg do some of that too like, i think so i think so you know like katie is show, was showing him like a lot of love that was in a lot of ways like a bit unconditional and and i think that that probably comes from his own hurt that he needs to heal that he was then trying to sabotage that relationship with her mm-hmm. and i have i have um you know empathy for that feeling and that sure yeah. It was interesting to me to watch to um, Katie and Blake's dynamic through the rest of this episode because she would say things like, I don't feel like I'm good enough for you. And his immediate response is never to be like, no, 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 you are. He just is stays quiet and he just like, lets her have space to feel and he doesn't try to then smother her with like no 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 no. it's like he lets her feel those things and then like embraces her after a while and talks about it later i watched him in a night date she was like unloading about the michael stuff the greg stuff and i was expecting him to like have a little speech or something and he literally just goes that's a lot that's a lot and then they made out and I was kind of just like, you know what? That, I think that's probably just what she needed is someone to sit and be like, yeah, yeah. that's a lot. No, because there's this thing <laughs> that it allows it allows space and safety to express emotion and frustration and anger or insecurity or just and let it sit and not have to fix fix. And it's just like, no, I'm so, that's a lot. That's a, a lot to deal with. And then he just sits next to her or he holds her. And I'm just like, it's it's very, it, you know what it is? It was, it was striking me so much because it's very much something I don't feel like you see often on the show. And I feel like one of the first people we ever saw do that. Um, and again, my memory is also bad so maybe it happened more often but the first person that comes to mind is zach with taisha where he just really would hold space for her all the time when she was feeling these ups and downs and they kind of give me a similar energy in that way where there's kind of this calm like i'm here i'm not going anywhere like that's the vibe i get Mm -hmm. like doesn't matter what happens i'm I'm not going anywhere yeah um just like pete and uh (laughs) kelly oh my god pete gotta fly (laughs) this is always gotta go (laughs) oh my god but you know it was it was so 
Okay, so let's talk about how she said, what did she say? She said, I was satisfied multiple times. Multiple times, she tells Caitlin the next day. And there also we see the bra on the floor. Before we see the bra on the floor when they're in that fantasy suite, they are macking and they are dry humping, okay? We are taking it back to some dry humping. We love to see it. They're still making out in bed when the cameras come on. Them trying to to have the uh, them having the moment with the breakfast in bed and they're both kind of spilling shit and they're like not embarrassed that they're both like spilling shit on each other was a little bit like, you know, <laughs> it made me feel happy <laughs> because it's like if I'm still that's still a very fresh relationship. And if I if I knock over stuff, I'm kind of like, oh, God, you know, and yeah. they're both they don't even look at each other when they're spilling the stuff. Yeah. It's just like they're just kind of. They're just the same. They're kind of dorky. Yeah. Goofy. They're just kind of the same. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was so sweet. And ha- at Bachelor Happy Hour, too, he was like, he said something where he was like, I went on the show, you know, like thinking I was going to be the one for her and I was going to make it to the end. And while I was on the show, I thought I was going to make it to the end. And, you know, like, here we are. And he was just kind of like very so matter of fact about it. And just so <laughs> straightforward. It was like, oh. Well, when she said that she almost left because of Greg, he was like, in in interviews, he was like, that kind of threw me because like, that's not what I thought was happening. And I'm like, Blake, you were the only person in the house who didn't think that Greg was going to be the one with her. You just were kind of blindly confident in the fact that you were the person in the end. And you know what? She's kind of... She's kind of matter of fact and sort of, uh, and I say this in a very neutral way. She's a bit narrow minded herself. She's a bit like mm. one track, like one track. this sure, is sure, kind sure. of like the way things are. This is the way I do things. And I think that they both kind of work like that, you yeah. know, because yeah. he's just kind of like, I'm going to be your man. Yeah. That's the only outcome I see here. That's and that it. Was- and it's, I think they work perfectly together in that way. I do, too. I I mean, <laughs> you know, she's not a very, like, flighty, airy person, you know? She's no, very, no. like She's very direct. She's very much like... Is she an earth sign? Um, I believe so. I mean, let's look up Katie's chart. But anyway, that's, like, she's very, like... I know that Blake like, is a Leo. She is very, like... And Blake, regardless of his sign, is very much, like... They're both very, like, firm in a... And a little bit set in their own ways. And yes. I think that they really complement each other in that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Blake being a Leo, that makes sense. And Katie is... Katie is a Capricorn. Uh-huh, that makes there you go. fucking sense. There you yes. go. There Someone you described go. her as feet on the ground, eyes on the prize in terms of her... Yes, she... Yes. She's a moon in Leo. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Venus in Capricorn as well. I'm Venus in Capricorn. Oh, really? So I can. She's got so much. Ca- Holy fuck! <laughs> she's Sun in Capricorn, Venus in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus in Capricorn, Neptune in Capricorn, and Node in Capricorn. Which I don't know what that that means. Wow, that's a lot. And then her Capricorn. Mercury is in Sag, and her Lilith is in Sag. She's and then her Mars is in Taurus. She is basically like such a like. Yes. This is... Yeah, okay. So I said what I said, and it's all it's coming through right. in her Zodiac she has chart. She a very similar chart to my father. Um, but she's not frivolous. She's no, not no. flighty. Mm-mm. This is how you do things. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But you know what's great is that they're both so kind of set in their own ways that they seem to help each other expand at the same time. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're surprisingly like flexible with each other, even though that's the signs, what I'm saying. Yeah, they you, make each other yeah. actually. It seems like they, they're growing each other. So I think a lot of that comes from when you feel truly safe with someone, you're mm. able to expand. I know for myself, you feel secure. Yeah, I know for myself personally in past relationships, when I didn't feel safe, I would shrink. I would be really stuck in my ways. And then when I was safe in my relationship with Evan, I was able to explore new parts of my personality. And mm. I never thought that I was flexible. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, I am more flexible mm. than I thought. And I am, you know, uh, more adventurous than I thought I was. And I used to think I was way more fearful. And I'm not because it was like you have the safety of someone who allows you to tap into new parts of who you are. Totally. Uh, by the way, he also has Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune in Capricorn. So Wow. Look at them. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Anyway. Should we talk about Blake meeting Katie's family? Let's talk about it please okay um blake is very nervous at this point understandably so because when i when i tell you i would be vomiting beforehand i'd be so nervous knowing you're the only person is such a different ball game yes like there's there's something to be said about a little friendly competition a little bit of like and you're also kind of like if it doesn't go well you can kind of like Maybe blame it on the fact that the that they connect with the other guy or whatever. Yeah. But if your if your daughter or son is the bachelor and bachelorette, and they go, I kicked everyone else off, or everyone else left. I'm that's my person. I'm in love with them. This is like meeting the family for the first time on television, like in a very real way, not a reality TV show way, like meeting the family in a real way. You know what I found? I found her mom and her aunt refreshing. You know why? (laughs) You know why? Because we need more of that fucking energy in the world. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were a little rude to Blake. And yeah, they were a little like her aunt was a little man hating. But we need a little bit more man hatred in the world. (laughs) I loved how both of them have this so kind of like total like old school feminist mentality there where they're where they're just like and we have structured our lives so we do not need a man we may invite him and welcome him <laughs> into our space but he should be honored to be in that space I loved it because when the three of them were talking and she was and the mom was saying that I was like it's almost like they had like a uh uh a line that they say together and what a, do we say like a code yeah or like a, code. a coven yeah, like yeah. they're they're yeah. just like we may accept a man if he does not play his cards right we may end a man in our home like no it was so true but but yes i mean they okay i i thought they were icons yes goddesses i was obsessed was i a, a tad frightened Sure. Oh, I would have been terrified of her aunt. If I she would have made me cry for if, sure. No, no, no. His aunt would have made, or her, uh, Katie's aunt would have made me cry. 100%. I would have gotten so overwhelmed and intimidated. Honest to God, I can admit I am too weak of a woman that she would have brought me to my knees. I would have been like, anything you say. And then I would have run out being like, you're right. I don't even love her. And like, I would change my <laughs> mind on the spot. Like she would make me question absolutely everything. And not only is Blake in a position at that point where he's like, oh my God, this is all happening so fast. Michael left, Greg left, and then apparently she didn't even have a fantasy suite with Justin. So it's just me. So I am now, this is all whirlwind speed happening. And now the aunt is just like, you're not ready. 
at the end of the day, you don't really matter. Like you're nothing. I was like, oh. I was like, oh my god. But you know what? You said this earlier, and and it's so true. The way that he was just able to hand handle himself spoke volumes. Volumes. Now, what did he sit in front of her and have perfect, eloquent responses? No. Was he flustered? Yes. Was he defensive? No. Not at all. And then he didn't didn't then bring her fam- Katie's family up to her afterwards, which I feel like I mean, I probably would have. I would have been like she would have been like Dude, that was how was rough. your time? And he kind of went, "Oh, it was wild." <laughs> but I would have been like, honestly, I think your aunt absolutely hates me. Like, I don't know if this is going to work. I feel so insecure. Yeah, I would have been just dumping after having that situation. But he legit was just like, oh, it was it was wild. And then kissed her. And it, that was it. Yeah. And he got flustered, but he did not get defensive. And honest to God, we all know that if Greg would have been sitting there, can you imagine Greg with mom and aunt? He would have been taking every single comment so personally. And honestly, I wouldn't really fault him for that no. with her aunt because her aunt was really intense. It was His it mom, was though, wild. I thought was... Her mom was perfect. She was direct and she her. was intense, but she spoke no lie. No, and then she also then, you know, really then saw him at the end and was like, all that matters is that my daughter's happy and she cried and hugged him. But I also love, too, because she did... She wasn't easy. It wasn't like, oh, everything's good. Welcome to our family. Right. And Blake was like, her mother brought me in. And I'm like, that's a wonderful way of looking at it because I think still a lot of people would have still been like, that didn't go well either. Right. Right. I think also even with the aunt, I thought it was actually at the same time sweet because you can see how much they both love Katie. Yes. And they're looking out for their girl. They don't give a shit that they're on TV. They're there to support her and make sure that she ends up with a man who values her. Yep. And I think though, I think Blake was prepped because you saw his mom and his sister and they called it like it was. And I was like, these are, this is a good family match in my opinion. This is a great. And honestly, I, when Blake had his hometown, the fact of like how direct his family was with him calling him out on like potential shit. I was just like, this is incredible. And again, not him not getting defensive, even though he's on national television being filmed. Yeah. Being like, are you fucking kidding me, mom and sister? <laughs> Why? Make me look Why good. Why y'all being bitches? <laughs> Make me look good. Come on. Straight up. I know. I that just solidified. They're really good. They're a really good match. When his, when Katie's aunt, Lindsay, Aunt Lindsay, said when he was talking, about, <laughs> he was talking about like, well, I saw my parents go through a divorce and she goes, Cute. Not the same. Watching a train wreck isn't the same as being in a train wreck. And I was like, it's not a lie. <laughs> no, I know. I was kind of like, it's that's not a, a lie. Point, though. It's not a lie. But when she kept saying cute, every time she'd say cute, I shivered. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, that was fucking mean. <laughs> oh, it was so mean. But it is true. It's like, I, I have heard that a lot from people when they're like, yeah. you know, well, I saw my parents divorce. I was like, well. Experiencing it for yourself is a whole different ball game, right? Yeah, that's a different set of skills you need to navigate. <laughs> Cute. I just wrote in all caps. I'd crumble. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely crumble. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that the families are going to do quite well together. It's going to be great. And, I can't uh, wait. I really want to get both of their parents on our show. 
yes, we would like both mothers on the show and also if Aunt Lindsay would come on the show. I would love to hear Aunt Lindsay analyze um, Greg's behavior. Oh, I would love. I'm just throwing that out there. I would love Aunt Lindsay's take. You know what I, you know what this makes me wonder is. I would, I just would have loved to see the behind the scenes of Katie coming off the show, talking about Greg and then them watching the show together. I would also love that. Just throwing the manifesting into the universe, just like we manifested their relationship. Actually, you said it first. I mean, but you then we, first. well, but then you started to manifest, we manifest it. it together. And, and, I just, and I we do, the power of both of our And minds. I do want to say that we continue to talk about it throughout, <sighs> you know, if you weren't listening when we were on the, the off batch season, we were talking about all different, um, you know, uh, going ons in pop culture. And somehow we would always go back to referencing that those two should be together. When we were talking about Bachelor in Paradise, we didn't think Katie was going to be the Bachelorette. We were like, oh, they're going to meet on the beach. On the beach. And then when she became the Bachelorette, we were like, Blake, go to her, run to her. And now they are very much in love. <laughs> they are very happy. We're waiting for you guys to hit us up for when the producers aren't looking to sneak onto our show. When they're not looking. Um, but I feel, I, I will tell you that I feel um, very good about this. I feel very good about the season. Because I do feel like we really called a lot from the first episode. Oh, well done. No, we were prophets. We were straight up prophets on this yeah. season. And I will tell you this as well. After I left our the final episode you and I did together before the Greg happenings, I told you I was going to look up spoilers. So I did know in last night's episode that it was going to be Blake. I didn't know about like all the ins and outs, but I saw guesses and such. So I was going down, you know, Reddit rabbit holes, et cetera. And I saw a lot of talk about the fact that we had number one been spoiled and then had number two been getting inside information from from Katie. Apparently <laughs> that's the rumor. And normally I wouldn't address this because, listen, I, I love a good rumor. We have to clear our names, though. No, but I love I love a good myth behind my name. Like yes. that somehow like we're getting all these inside sources. And I do. I do love I love a good a rumor. And obviously people are welcome to believe what they'd like right. to believe. But when I say I want my name clear I so that people know we're profits. Deep pride in yeah. this. I, I say to to fuck with my college degree. I don't care. What I am proud about is the fact that from the first episode of this. From episode one, we said Greg is a shade ball and he's going to be shady and he's going to break her heart. And he's going to we said first episode, he will leave her. We did. Yes. First or second. We Didn't said we he also will leave say her. when we literally looked at his photo, we were doing face reading. We said that he has anger issues, secret anger issues. I think probably I do. Have we to were like, he's the basket. I'm pretty sure we were like, he's like the high school or like the elementary basketball coach, basketball coach who all of a sudden like <laughs> sees red and just gets like really ragey and is like screaming. We might have. <laughs> but I just want to make because I am very. God, someone find that clip of us <laughs> analyzing Greg's face. But I'm very proud of of the fact that from the first episode that we said that he was going to be shady and that everyone, we didn't know why everyone was simping for him and that he's going to break her heart and that's how he is. And we also... You called like a year ago that Blake and Katie were going to have mind-melting passion for yes. each other. We called that 
I believe we called that Michael was going to leave. That one's going to a little iffy, but um, I think we did. I called the final four, which I was wrong. Andrew S was number five. You called the Michael final left. four. I called that without any spoilers. That was bro. madness. And people were like, "Reality Steve happens to have the same top four. And I was like, "I did not see that shit." It's called it's called deduction. When you see an interview with Katie at the top of the season, and Katie says was is asked questions like, "Who's the hottest?" She says Justin. Okay, you go. All right, probably she wants to go at least top four fantasy suites with who she finds to be the most attractive. Yeah, who's the best kisser? She said, "I think Greg and Andrew S. Maybe." I know she said Greg. And then she, who's the sweetest? Michael, who's the best guy? Andrew. It was all, it's like, and of course you're going to, these are your, the people who are in the forefront of your mind are the people who are your tops. Also, I think, have you ever watched Indian Matchmaking Mm-mm. on Netflix? It's good. It's, it's a good series. But like in India, people do like the, instead of like part of their psychics, they take photos to face readers to like tell the future based on reading this person's wow. face. I think we have face reading gifts. I swear to God, because some of our shit, when we've looked at people's faces on the cast list has been uncanny, just literally by looking at their faces. And so I, I just have to say, and with our tin, I felt like our Tinder analyses were really, really good. I think we're face readers. I will tell you that Hunter, when he was on the live with me, he's like, my friend listened to the episode where you guys just saw my picture. And he's like, minus the fact that I'm not a bartender. My friend was like, do they know you? And I was like... Face readers. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I think we have a gift. I think it's our spiritual gift. Also, listen. The fact of the matter is that all you have to do... All you have to do... Oh, no, but never mind. I was going to say, all you have to do is look back on the dates and see like the things we were saying in the first episode that we weren't spoiled. But then I forget people say that Katie was feeding us information. Why would she do that? First of all, first of all, she's not second of all, why would she do that? First of all, every once in a while we will like I'll DM Katie and be like, love your outfit or, you know, great job last night. We don't have any back and forth information. The only information that I had from her back and forth was that, uh, was, at the top of her season before she started filming where her and I talked for a second and she had just made the statement about Chris Harrison and she was like, I'm not sure if he's going to be here or not. That's, that was all that I've gotten. And then she liked the Greg post. So of course we had that. And then when we talked about maybe someone like sliding into the DMS to like, you know, whatever she slid into our DMS and said something like, hope that you're not getting like too much heat about this. Sorry. Like she she told us that she like unliked it or something because it was blowing up or whatever. But she, to us, Becca and I took that as like, she didn't deny it. So that wasn't a hint to us, but she's never said anything to us. I would like to clear her name in that way as well. Also, she didn't tell her mom or Aunt Lindsay she was engaged to Blake. So you think she's going to tell Look us? at all the Capricorn in her chart. She's a rule follower, guys. She refuses. Although they, she and Blake certainly had left a, quite a breadcrumb trail throughout the season, I will say. Just like on their own social media and whatnot. It was, Listen, seemed pretty clear. I think by a certain, at a certain point, it was very clear who the front runners were for everyone. Yeah. But... The specific Greg situation and then us talking about Blake, you know, like a year ago almost. Okay, give us that. Give also, us that. oh, I will say the the proposal wasn't the most beautiful proposal of all time. So 
yeah, let's chat about that <laughs> for a second. Um, well, <sighs> but I love their relationship. I, I don't love care, their relationship. But it was a, weird, a little bit of a weird. But it proposal. also it feels it felt just felt everything about this felt very real to authentic. me. It felt very authentic. There wasn't like the glitz and glamour to it. Like yes. you know, all of the the prestige sometimes that goes along with all the bachelor yes. happenings. Uh, first of all, Tasha on FaceTime with Neil Lane. And then like, I'm taking over, bro. She takes a FaceTime and is just like, just so you know, I got your job too. Legend. She can do it all. This is the season of women. This is the season of women and she can do it all. And I want to tell, I want to speak this out as well. Loved her doing the ring moment with him. I think that even though it's his ex, which I think is also kind of yes. funny. <laughs> I think that production did a really good job of balancing out Caitlyn and Tasha's roles. Mm -hmm. I definitely thought that there was going to be like one host that would be like might be taking control a little more or whatever. But it was like Caitlyn was handling like the behind the scene moments with like like it seemed like Caitlin was sort of helping hold together Katie and Tasha was sort of, hold, sort of holding together like the men and they yeah. like played these different roles that I felt really complimented each other and ultimately I thought the double host thing with them worked out I know well the I felt like the first like episode or two it was, it was very like, much like the twins like kind of they were yeah. always and it was like what's gonna happen and then they started to have their like you said their own separate roles and I was like I'm actually loving this seeing the behind the scenes conversations yeah. was fantastic yeah. especially on this final episode I felt like it was so important these last two episodes to have them um but obviously Tasha is just literally just in front of him with all the diamonds Neil is crying Chris is celebrating that he's like at least they got him to <laughs> He's Straight like, up. fucking Neil Lane was trying to take my gig. I could smell it from a mile away. <laughs> I thought, you know, and, and and Blake's hesitancy, which, by the way, he talked about on Bachelor Happy Hour, too. He was like, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't just making a good decision for me, but also for her. I wanted to make sure that, like, Katie, you know, like, wasn't just doing this to get engaged at the end of this. I wanted yeah. to make sure that I wasn't just going through the motions. And I thought that that was powerful for him to really like take time to process his feelings and emotions i think oftentimes especially when we're in love with someone we want to brush off the negative feelings and be like yeah yeah i'm having like doubts or apprehension no 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 like let's just brush that away and go yeah. with the good vibes and i felt like he it was really great that he allowed himself to sink into a little bit of his confusion a little bit of his apprehension i that feel like healthy. he didn't care what it was almost like he didn't care what the audience was gonna think yeah it was very much like, this is my life, and there's cameras everywhere, and I'm going to literally sit with all these rings in front of me, and Taisha being like, what do you think about this one? And be dead silent for like 30 minutes, and then get up and walk away. I mean, he was like being very real, like, yeah, I'm asking this woman to spend the rest of our lives together. Mm -hmm. We have known each other for seven weeks, and we are making the decision to spend the rest of our lives together. Yes, not a light situation. No. No, 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 no. On that proposal day, I just have to say, I saw people uh, criticizing Tasha's suit, and I was alive. I just felt bad for Caitlin because in that moment, I'm sorry, Tasha, I, I felt bad for Katie. I felt like Tasha was eclipsing everyone Every within a 300 person. mile Blake, Blake radius. Came, Blake came out in his tux, and it was like, <laughs> 
that the look, back the back with the like the diamonds and the fact that like the fact that they that there was a the, a female host in this style of show is like rocking kind of like this tuck suit on the final episode instead of a gown. I was like, this is all I've been waiting. I'm not going to lie, though. I wish that the styling, I wish that they had coordinated the two of them a little bit more. Like, I know it would have been corny. Yeah. But I would have loved to see Tasha in the same material in some like sort of like halter floor length gown. Like, I kind of want to see them like. Or 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 Latasha be in that like gorgeous suit, and then Caitlyn be in the same same type of dress she was in, but like black. So yes. at least it would have kind of been yes. like yeah, it was kind of a random color like combo. And with the she sides, looked, Caitlyn looked beautiful, but um, no, it was we were having different moments it was a different happening, moment. and then Tasha's was just sort of overshadowing everyone with that sparkly black. Tasha, that People was were a, talking shit. That was a runway what? moment. That is was a high fashion was, I'm trying iconic. To find photos now. She is one of the now hosts. They will be hosting Michelle's season. She is now one of the hosts, official hosts of the show. And she is rocking a insanely I stunning mean, suit. And I was guys, alive. It was wild. I couldn't pay attention to the proposal. And you know how much I love Blake and Katie. What, I was so distracted by the suit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was perfect. <sighs> You do, I was. I want that for myself. I'm sure it's a fortune, but I know. you know, might have to sell a car. Wow, she looked good. She looked so good. Everything was perfect. Oh, um, yeah, wow. But I loved where I loved. She was having, like a sexy ringmaster. Yes, she was. Anyway, oh my God, that's perfect. Um, I loved though having Tasha and Caitlyn there when Blake came up. I loved that moment with them. Yes. It was fantastic. Yes. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, you know, the proposal, it was, I, I did not think that he was going to propose. He did pull a fast one on us. You, oh, really? I, I knew he was going to. I felt I like I knew he it. He tricked me. He tricked me big gotcha. time. As soon as he said, I can't give you what you came here for, I was like, I, I didn't think he was leaving her, but I thought he was going to be like, I want to be with you, but I'm not ready to get engaged yet. Because he deserves a lot more than that. And I was like, you little sneaky, you little sneaky sneaker. <laughs> um, but I love it. Then the yeah, whole, what else the do we want to say about They're him, kissing, you know? they're hugging. And like, I, I mean, honestly, I don't want to dwell too much on their after the final rose thing. Because I, like I said, I felt like it was just dampened and darkened by her previous exchange with Greg. Yes. I was just sort of like underwhelmed by that, but I loved listening to them on Bachelor Happy Hour. I feel like they're an excellent couple in Parian and I look forward to seeing their their partnership flourish and grow as they both mm -hmm. um as they both grow in their lives. Uh the final thing is your thoughts on the flash mob of boom boxes. Didn't like it. I didn't either, though I it felt it was kind of scary. It it was so corny, but I also couldn't help but feel love inside of me because they have so much love for each other. I would other. have wanted to vomit with anxiety, like not out of like disgust, but like with anxiety. I would have just been like, like this is like so supposed to be a cute moment right now. And I'm feeling overwhelmed. And then you're like, I have to now dance in front of everybody. Don't and like, like yeah, I don't like when I have to dance oh in front God, of people. If Grayson like proposes to me like that. All <laughs> I told you we're planning a flash mob. No, you knew, right, that that was Gray's plan. Yes. It's going to be the same exact way. Absolutely. Boomboxes, same song. You're going to be like, this feels so familiar. I'll be so mad, dude. Like, I will be... 
I cannot. I cannot even imagine. But uh, okay. Anyway. You know what? Love this season. Uh, Katie, Blake, you know that we have so much love for you in our hearts. We lived, we loved, our, we laughed. Our son, he found his true love. Our son. Our we, son. We had no choice but to stand. Our son went out there and he did it and he did a wonderful job. Katie, congratulations to everyone. Um, broads, make sure to uh, check out tickets for our live show. It'll be in the episode notes. Um, in Thursday's episode, Beck and I are going to just catch up. We have not talked about ourselves for a hot minute. Nope. So we're going to talk about what's been going on in our lives. Yep. And then next week, next week starts Bachelor in Paradise. Tune in to Thursday's episode to hear about what our scheduling will be looking like for Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> episodes, etc. All right, bro. We love you all. Love you. Chat soon. Chat soon. Chat soon.